Hi, welcome to Kinship. We're four church sisters who share our discussions so that you're encouraged to deepen relationships in your local church. Hi, I'm Kelly here with Pam, Bethany, and Francis, and we're talking about vulnerability. So first of all, we all just want to thank all of you listeners that have reached out to us and left encouraging yes. notes, encouraging reviews, Thank you. text messages. It's just been really exciting to hear back. And um, we have gotten some people who've been asking us about vulnerability and mm-hmm. they've liked what they've heard so far, but also said, okay, now practically guys, what does that look like? Um, how do we get there if we're struggling with that? So we thought we'd just take some time to talk through that topic specifically. Yeah. So let's start with what have we been listening to? We've been listening to Moana in Spanish. Oh, I don't know how Ezra like gets there, it. but he gets there. Is it pronounced the same way? Moana? Mo- uh-huh, Moana. Oh, nice. <laughs> but like for su- some reason, they, they go like, aki, aki, instead of uh, make way. Oh. It doesn't even translate, right? Nope. No? So now he says, ati, ati. <laughs> That's so cute. Man, it's just like, it's like a broken record over here. It's okay. Albert Muller. How about watching? <laughs> Watching, um, we watched Chopped, (laughs) (laughs) the cooking show. That's good. Yeah. It's so good. Chopped and Shark Tank. Okay. (laughs) This is us. Yes. (laughs) And The Good Doctor, which I thought I was going to really like. I really liked the first episode. Now I don't like it anymore. Mm. It's like the same thing over and over every episode. So someone's sick and needs help. And the good doctor is still good. Right. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> I've been listening to More Perfect. I mentioned that on the last podcast, and it's just a really good podcast. I'm really, really enjoying it. I even got PJ to listen to it. I um, listened to it once. Did you? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know if you're a fan, but I really I thought it was good. Okay. Yeah. But just once. Yeah. It was when I was running, so it was a little hard to concentrate. <laughs> Honestly. That's like the best time to no, listen. No, for me, I'm just thinking when about you're how many laps more do I have to go? Okay, yeah, okay. No. Well, really enjoy More Perfect. Also been listening to Love Thy Neighborhood. That was a really good um, I love episode. It. Been watching Walking Dead for those fans out there. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I'm such a huge Walking Dead fan. So if anyone wants to comment about that. Yeah, because she doesn't have anyone here to talk about it. I get so sad. I really do that I can't connect with someone about Walking Dead. Leave a comment and a review. Yes, please. Um, They finally released the final season of Longmire onto Netflix. Have you guys ever I've never heard of that. It's like an old people cowboy cop show. (laughs) It's like they took it off of TV because only old people watch it. (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. Except for, I don't know. I wasn't thrilled about the ending, but I've been waiting for the final season, so I binged it. Okay. So an old cowboy. It's seriously yeah. like, and they tried to make it so relevant in the final season oh, by like no. having the old cowboy talk about Twitter. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh wait, this is a current show. It's like current, yeah, but set in the old times. No, it's not, but it feels oh, like wow. it is because he's like an old cop that needs to retire but isn't going to retire yet. And, and anyways, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly. I'm, I'm excited about that. <laughs> and then Christmas music because it's yeah. past Thanksgiving. Oh, I haven't gotten on that yet. Yeah. No. I like my Celine Dion Christmas playlist, like with her and Josh Groban and all like the songs that make you cry. Yes. Those are my, it's my jam. Nice. I forgot about Christmas songs. Yeah. You have to wait till after Thanksgiving. A uh-huh, day after. Mm-hmm. 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 So what is it about vulnerability that you think makes so many people 
confused or scared or why are we getting the feedback about vulnerability that we're getting? I mean, I'm scared of it. (laughs) I mean, when I first came to this church, I was not looking for it. I didn't know I needed it. Mm -hmm. And um, if someone, I was just thinking today, if I had been listening to this podcast two years ago or three years ago, would I want the vulnerability that Mm. I have now? Yeah. And I don't know if I would. I mean, I, I would probably say it was a good idea. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I would know how to act on it, mm-hmm. just like the feedback right. we're getting. Right. Just because I'm not naturally a vulnerable person mm-hmm. and I don't feel the need to tell everyone everything about me. Mm-hmm. Right. So I could see why it would be hard for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it seems like it's a abstract thought, like be vulnerable. Like, mm-hmm. what does that mean? Yeah. What does that look like? So if you're sort of encouraged to do that and you're like the fire starter you're like the initial person that's going to start that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's it's intimidating but if you're in a group that's already practicing it Mm -hmm. and you come into that group and you see what it looks like and how it plays out i think it's a lot less intimidating right yeah Yeah, like jumping into the church yeah Yeah, was way easier right Mm -hmm. having that example already right yes Mm -hmm. so my my journey with vulnerability started actually with PJ because my husband PJ had a desire to be vulnerable and a lot of it I think he would say that it came from masters like the community that they have at masters college Mm -hmm. or university now and the encouragement that he um, got there made him feel like I really need to be vulnerable so him trying to practice that when we were dating I I mean, he he was already trying to practice it before we were dating, but I just got exposed to it once we started dating because he was very inviting and encouraging that type of environment wherever Mm. he went. So, I mean, I'm so thankful for my husband discipling me through that because I didn't know what it meant. There was a lot of shame with me and my sins that I I didn't want to talk about, just Mm -hmm. like what Bethany was saying. Like, I wasn't naturally like inclined to let you know my struggles. Mm -hmm. But again, like him inviting me to be vulnerable and share sins that I'm not comfortable sharing. That was huge in my journey towards vulnerability. Yeah. But I'm so excited for your kids too, because they're going to grow up in a Mm -hmm. home where it's normal. Yeah. And like, they're already sharing stuff with us, like emailing us and like asking for prayer because it's just normal for them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so, that's going to be so helpful when they're older. Right. It's just going to be ingrained in who they are. Yeah. Well, kind of to build off of like, if it's a cultural thing, it's super easy or maybe not even super easy, but easier to kind of fold into right. as opposed to like starting it because one, it's hard to trust people. Yeah. yeah. And then two, it's also hard if you're not being vulnerable already, then you probably don't know them super well. So you have to guess mm-hmm. at a lot of things. So you have to guess yeah. like, do they want me to be vulnerable with them? Mm-hmm. Right. And you have to say like, okay, is there like a level of tolerance here? Like I can be this vulnerable, but not that vulnerable. And you kind of have to fill things out. Whereas like with you guys, I know there's not like a, you can share this much, not mm-hmm. this much. Like, okay, now I'm tired of you. Put your vulnerability away for like a couple hours. You know what I mean? Like, if anything, it's like spill everything in your being. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it kind of like, it's a catch 22. Cause if you're not being vulnerable with people, then you almost don't know how they're going to receive that vulnerability right. to begin mm-hmm. with right. so it could be right. really hard to start right. yeah so I think that's why people don't do this because when they don't know how it's going to be received right mm-hmm. when I came to Crossview for the first time people were asking me like oh like are you and Aaron staying pure and I was like whoa get out of my business mm-hmm. people. Um, but just like you were shep- shepherded by QPJ so was I just with learning how to confess sin because 
I needed to at that point because I was ashamed and I was so used to hiding the sin in my heart and just pretending like everything was okay. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't like, it almost wasn't even a choice. It was more like, Mm -hmm. hey, I'm your pastor. This is what you need to do. Find two girls Mm -hmm. by like this Sunday that you've confessed the sin to. Mm -hmm. Right. And let me know how it goes. Right. And it went great. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's so helpful to have a pastor who's vulnerable. And I know not everyone has that. Right. Mm -hmm. But I remember like it was probably a couple months in to us being here and pj emailed the whole church like confessing sin Mm. and i was like wait what that's crazy (laughs) Mm. and then that was the thing that we would tell well we didn't we didn't tell people what he said (laughs) but when they asked like how church was going i was like it's so cool because like at what church do you get the pastor emailing the whole church like hey pray for me Mm -hmm. i'm struggling with this right Mm -hmm. yeah and i think that's one thing that um god showed pj was you don't, it doesn't matter how it's received because if you're thinking of the person as like, oh man, if I say this, how are they going to receive it? Right. There was, there was like an almost like, I don't care how you receive it. Mm -hmm. I need to confess it because the Lord tells me to confess my sins Mm -hmm. and I'll figure out later whether you actually want to hear it. Mm -hmm. But right now I just need to, I need to tell you, you know, to share what's going on in my heart because partly it's like, how are you doing? Everyone asks that question. Like, mm-hmm. how are you doing? Yeah, right. But you could be very um, surfacey and just say like, oh, I'm good. Which is what they're expecting to hear. Right. Mm-hmm. But to PJ was like, how are you doing? Well, actually, I've been struggling with this and it's just a very like, this is what I'm struggling mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's what I was learning from him. Like, whoever's in front of me, like, I'm just going to rant <laughs> like mm-hmm. i'm gonna tell you how i'm doing and my struggles um so finding those doors those opportunities and not feeling like it has to be at a small group setting where mm-hmm. you set a day and a time which some for some people it, it does have to be that and mm-hmm. i get it but i mean if i'm hang if i see one of you during the week and you ask me how i'm doing like i can't i'm just gonna tell you how i'm doing like yeah. you know what this week i struggled with impatience or this week i was on Instagram and I saw something that, you know, mm-hmm. triggered a lustful thought or, you mm-hmm. know, like things like that where it's, it's real talk. Like I'm, that's just how it has to be in order to get that, um, one, just being able to confess your sins and obviously like confessing it to the Lord, because now you have an accountability person who's mm-hmm. in front of you, you know, keeping you accountable now because now they get to ask you later on like right. how was that like how mm-hmm. are you doing with that you know i remember you said pj would tell people to ask him to because yeah. sometimes they're not going to follow up right mm-hmm. and you have to tell them yeah ask me about it in like a week or something right you know right yeah and like francis was saying like it's biblical like we need it like we're com- like one commanded to confess to one mm-hmm. another but even like apart from confession just like seeking encouragement and i guess honesty yeah there are like places of that modeled in the bible because i've also had people say like what's the big deal if i don't really talk to people in my church right if i have friends i do talk to why does it need to be within the church Mm -hmm. right do any of you have thoughts on that well can i go back because you mentioned how it's biblical yeah we've mentioned this james 5 16 Mm -hmm. therefore confess your sins to one another Mm -hmm. and pray for one another so that you may be healed Mm -hmm. Um, there's another verse maybe you guys can look it up so ephesians 5 15 to 16 says pay careful attention then to how you live not as unwise people but as wise making the most of the time because the days are evil to me that just points out my heart 
because in my heart there's sin and mm-hmm. God wants to shed light on that sin. And the way God practically helps me shed light on the sin is like through the Holy Spirit giving me conviction, mm-hmm. helping me confess, helping me to understand that I'm not perfect, that mm-hmm. I still need that grace and that accountability and yeah. even that mm-hmm. rebuke from fellow brothers and sisters. So, I mean, I there that's a necessity in your Christian walk. Like you can't do it alone. You need other brothers and sisters who you walk with within your church. So, I mean, to answer your question, you know, can you get all that outside the church? Sure, you could totally get that outside the church. But, I mean, when you look at, if you go back to our previous Um, episode on church membership and what does it mean to be a church like those are the people who you're accountable to Mm -hmm. and they're accountable to you so if they don't know your struggles how can they keep you accountable how can and vice versa so i'm not saying the whole church has to know your sins and your struggles but you should you definitely have to have brothers and sisters within the church where you're able to share your struggles so that there is a mutual understanding like, hey, like I'm struggling with this and I need your help. I need your prayer because mm-hmm. that's what a church does for each other yeah. is keep each other accountable. Mm-hmm. Right. So so since that's the goal and so that is kind of like what we want, let's talk through people who maybe don't have that culture to step mm-hmm. into right. yeah. on like how to initiate it. Because yeah. I am not sure how I would have done it without like the example laid out in front of right. me anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. So how is someone who wants that to initiate it with people? Yeah. I mean, I kind of wanted to ask you that, Francis, because you're kind of the one, you are the one who started it here. And you and PJ started it at Crossview right. originally. Right. So I'm curious because I wasn't there. I haven't been here since the beginning. So Right. And I, I sort of touched on it in our very first episode when I was encouraging um, people within the church to see who you're drawn to, because whether it's a big church or a small church, or, and, and if they don't practice any of this, if they're, it, it's just very surfacey or you, or you feel like you can't open up, mm-hmm. I would encourage you to start observing your church and see who you're drawn to. Mm-hmm. What ladies do you feel that you can have that type of conversation? And, it, and you might be wrong and that's fine. Feeling also not feeling like you have to get it right like a bullseye the first time mm-hmm. you Hi, know how are you yeah. how's your intimacy <laughs> yeah. Hi. Yeah, don't do that <laughs> nice to meet you <laughs> right i mean knowing that it's a process as well and being grace filled as well because if you're ready to like yeah true you know they if you might not be right you're ready but they might not re- be ready then mm-hmm. helping them as well as you're helping yourself be more um straightforward about your sins and and Mm -hmm. using even biblical language like this is what i'm i'm struggling with i'm struggling with pride or lust or Mm -hmm. you know that's really helpful as opposed to just um saying i'm i'm doing bad right Mm -hmm. or i'm maybe even thank you how are you (laughs) right right um and i think like you said earlier not expecting anything in return right because i think if i we're in a church that didn't have this culture and I were to share my vulnerabilities, I would want them to reciprocate. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But like you said, going back to having grace, like they might not yeah, reciprocate right, right away or even for months or, you know, Yeah. but it's still the, the command is on you yeah. to confess your sins. Right. right. That's hard. Like I can't imagine that would be really hard in a church that didn't have that kind of culture. Right. Yeah. 
That's such but, a good reminder because like I'll take it to people who don't go to this church and then now expect it and be like so discouraged. <laughs> right. And then like yes. second guess myself like, oh, did I say too much? Or like, <laughs> why? And then just have to like remind myself like, okay, I didn't sin. I right. didn't overshare, but maybe mm-hmm. like my expectations are unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Right. Be sad. Right. So yeah. like, and I think even Pam having that, um, that inside or just her story because she came into a community of people being vulnerable but then her reaction was completely opposite it was Uh like get out of my face like why are you in my business so being also expecting that that people it's going to be a little bit off-putting it Mm -hmm. might be abnormal for them they've also maybe never grew up in that type of environment so I mean giving grace you know, mm-hmm. just like we said earlier, giving grace because, you know, Pam is like award-winning, vulnerable person yeah. at our church. <laughs> so like, too <laughs> so I mean, looking at Pam and just being encouraged by her story, you know, I don't know how, how eventually did you get there? And it took time, didn't it? Or no? Well, was once it? I felt the freedom. Then was it was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Everybody. <laughs> right. Um, because I met with two girls, one who I've known for a very long time, and they just, it wasn't like um like a spill my guts out and then they're like, oh, I'm sorry. It, the conversation didn't stop with me confessing it. Yeah. It followed up with, here's the gospel and mm-hmm. here's why um, you can feel free to confess. You can know that, or you don't have to guess that you're forgiven yeah. because you are. And, right. Um, yeah, sin is gross and you should probably not be in those types of situations, but yeah. mm-hmm. nonetheless, the gospel still stands. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because we had a, a premarital counseling with a couple and they, we prepped them and we told them like, hey, before you we meet up, these are the questions that we're going to ask you. And one of them was purity. Mm-hmm. And when they came, they were honest with us. They gave us their story. And I was so encouraged by their reaction because one, it goes back to what Pam was saying, like you you sensed in them just complete freedom mm-hmm. because they hadn't let anyone know their struggle. But once they felt like it's safe to talk about this mm-hmm. and I'm not going to get judged, mm-hmm. you know, like the way Satan is telling me that yeah. I'm going to get judged. Mm-hmm. And when it was like, for them, it was like floodgates of grace. Mm, yeah. And they were so excited, like literally so excited. And we encouraged them like, you need to go because they weren't from our church, but you need to go to your church basically. And you need to open up to people there and encourage people there to also be open with you. Mm-hmm. And they had to go and confess to certain people and ask them for forgiveness. And I mean, they were just so excited and they felt renewed in their faith. They were even saying like, there was certain songs to them that felt so fresh because mm. now they understood what grace was. Wow. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when you feel that, like, why go back? Mm-hmm. Like there's, you know, and, and to know that God is there and God loves you and he cares for you mm-hmm. and he's going to meet you where you're at. And he's not looking at you like, how dare you, you sick person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he really is like loving you through it and telling you like, I, I know I'm here. Mm-hmm. Like you, like that's why I died on the cross, you know. So just going back to what Pam is saying, like pointing people back to the cross, you know, because if not, if they just share with you or you share with people, you always got to bring it back to Christ. Right. You always have to bring it back to the fact that this is why Christ died on the cross. So you don't have to feel guilty. Like, sure, feel the conviction, but don't let it weigh you down where mm-hmm. you can't get back up. You know, like if anything, you get back up and you tell others like, dude, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like I found grace and, and this is beautiful. So, And I think it's not 
just helpful for you, it's going to be helpful for those people that you confess to. Mm-hmm. And they might not seem thankful right away, yep. but ultimately, like when we share our weaknesses through Christ, mm-hmm. that's going to strengthen other people. It does. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think you guys have ever confessed something and I was like, man, that was discouraging. Like, right. <laughs> it's always kind of been encouraging because yeah. I needed to preach the gospel and mm-hmm. wow, you struggle with that. I struggle with that too. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I know PJ reminds me of the verse where Peter, after Peter denied Christ yeah. three times, and then Jesus says, now go and strengthen your brothers. Yep. Like, what? Mm-hmm. I just denied Christ three times. What am I going to do? Right. Well, with Christ, he can use that to yeah. strengthen other people. And look at what Peter did after, right. you know, like preaching the gospel and thousands getting saved, mm-hmm. you know, like God uses the broken. Mm-hmm. I know this is jumping back a little bit, but I was inc- like just now like encouraged hearing you guys and thinking about, well, one, talking about PJ emailing the whole church is like super intimidating. Mm. So, so I don't know. How are we telling people? They don't have to email the whole church right. their mm-hmm. sin. Right. Even though some of us here have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, do you, you want to tell us a story? <laughs> story time with so, Kelly. So yeah, well, like obviously just stepping into like this group of accountability is new for me. Mm-hmm. And so we we have, you know, a, a group that does life together, which has been such a blessing. And I sent them an email um, talking through some things that we've been i've been struggling with but i sent it to the whole church (laughs) because a very easy mistake my name is the same as the church so so she meant to send it just to me so i got to experience a community of grace firsthand right i got to really test that that little (laughs) phrase there and i was like so scared that i was going to start getting these emails and texts like kelly we're going to talk about excommunication with you. No. Um, no. I got such, well, first of all, such sweet texts from people. Right. Like, and then, um, and I also sent a follow-up being like, hey, explaining the situation. Like, please don't, you know, read that. That was meant for a small accountability group. And then I got super anxious and scared that mm-hmm. like, oh, am I sinning by not letting the whole church read mm-hmm. that email? Mm-hmm. Like, why give it to these sisters and not the other sisters? It's not that I love them better. But then I got super anxious that I was like, having a double standard within Mm -hmm. the church. So maybe we could talk about like how Francis said, who you feel drawn to. Mm -hmm. Is it wrong to have like some people know more than others? Like what does that look like practically? I mean, I don't tell everybody everything. Mm -hmm. Just this podcast. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I mean, aside from what you said, I'm drawn to you guys. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you you guys are in my life for this season. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, before this, it was another person. Before mm-hmm. that, it was another person. So yeah. people come and go mm-hmm. in my life and yeah. in our lives. And mm-hmm. we can't expect to be in each other's lives forever because we don't know where God is going to put us. But right now, yeah. it just happened. I was right. like, mm-hmm. yeah, God like puts together the little puzzle pieces. Like, hey, Bethany, do you want to read at Baskin Robbins? Right. Kelly, <laughs> we're going to have dinner at a Thai place. Out to Francis. <laughs> yeah. You're going to marry creepy Jen. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. And I think um, when you keep the focus on, the focus is fighting sin, right? Mm-hmm. That's why we need the accountability, yeah. right? So you don't have to tell every single person in the world right. mm-hmm. to help you fight that sin. Yeah. You just need a core group of people mm-hmm. to help you, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. So you don't have to feel that burden of like, now that I'm vulnerable, I have to be, I have to tell everyone, mm-hmm. you know? Because right. mm-hmm. I think that might be losing the focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That just sounds like being vulnerable for being vulnerable's sake. Mm-hmm. But the purpose is to fight sin. Right. And so as many people as you need to keep you accountable to fight that sin, go for it. But mm-hmm. right. mm-hmm. that might not mean every single person in your church. Yeah, it right. could just be one or two right. people. Mm-hmm. Right. I will say this. 
and maybe this will be another podcast, but I would say to include your husband, your spouse Mm -hmm. in your core accountability. And that might be scary at first because if, especially if it's deep sin issues that you don't want to talk to your spouse about, that's key in growing and vulnerability. Yeah, I mean, with your husband, he's there to wash you with God's word. And that is a big part of it is shepherding you. So whether it's your husband is not able to do that, but you could also encourage that type of conversation within your marriage, like being vulnerable with your spouse, Mm -hmm. because that's your primary accountability. Yes. So Mm -hmm use it like use it and and there's a lot of there's a big cost in doing that but there's also a lot of blessing because Mm -hmm. it really embeds grace in your home and you want that to overflow to your children Mm -hmm. if god blesses you with children so yeah i would just really encourage people to be accountable to their spouses and then from there finding those other sisters Mm -hmm. in christ brothers in christ that they could do that with i have a question um Are there specific questions that you could be asking people routinely that would encourage vulnerability or should it always be informal? There are. Mm -hmm. There are questions. I would encourage, especially for people that don't know how to do it or are are not comfortable, I would totally encourage a checklist. Mm -hmm. I mean, for us, we don't do that, but I wouldn't be opposed to Mm-hmm. I mean, we do ask kind of similar questions we every do. time we yeah. see each other. Right, mm-hmm. right. And yeah, I mean, I would totally encourage that checklist. I and like there's that some so much. What yeah. questions so would you put on there? Would it depend on the group? I don't or know. the season that the person is in? Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I know if you're like with someone who's single, that might mm-hmm. look different. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, I did put on... Um, one of the show notes, I can't remember, maybe Covenant Eyes and some other um, questions that had to do with um, lust, or I can't remember mm-hmm. exactly, but I definitely would include include lust questions mm-hmm. in there because I think that one can be overlooked, right? And that's that's scary because a lot of us we th- that's what we battle. Mm-hmm. It looks right. different for men and women, or sometimes it could look very similar. Mm-hmm. But I would definitely include lust questions in there yeah. um yeah as a and also obviously how's your heart mm-hmm. um and then the other ones like how's your time in the word how's yeah. your prayer how's your joy and how's your joy in the lord yeah like those are all key ones mm-hmm. that you do want to ask and um we <laughs> Alyssa, mm-hmm. like whenever i see her she's like so how are the fights going? You're like, have you had any good fights recently? Right, right. And that's Which because, is helpful. That's right, a good question. Right. Because when you're in each other's lives and you know you know what's going on, you could always pick up with what you last heard. Mm-hmm. So, so she's like, is it the cleaning again? Right, <laughs> right. Because that's where your last conversation ended, yeah, you know. Right. So when you have your, your group of sisters, like for us, we have a text thread mm-hmm. and we see each other a mm-hmm. lot. So we're able to quickly pick up on how right. did that last fight go? Right. You know, and sometimes it's a fight that's current that's right in front of us you know so (laughs) in the car you know yeah so we've been in those type of situations where you know i'm gonna put bethany on the spot but bethany will be like bethany will be like can you guys like listen to our fight you know and she'll bring chris in and right after we recorded yeah yeah i came all sad in the i came all sad in the morning i was like i don't want to record this podcast because i'm all sad and then but then it was nice because afterwards chris came in yeah you guys got to share yeah 
advice. That was super encouraging. And I know mm-hmm. even Kelly has, you know, after the podcast mm-hmm. is done, she'll share how she's doing. And, you know, then it'll be like a little powwow, like how can <laughs> we encourage Kelly, you know? Yeah. So all of us have had that. We come in crying <laughs> for some of us. We're like, <laughs> I need to cry right now. You know? <laughs> so, I mean, I love that. I love that vulnerability. And that's what we pray for. We pray for mm-hmm. listeners in their church to have that type of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And like Francis said, like we see each other more than on Sundays. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think that's a big step because yes. I think some people think, well, I sit by them every Sunday. Right. And I ask the same question every Sunday and we're not getting anywhere. Right. It's like, well, that might not be enough because right. most of our great conversations that happen aren't mm-hmm. Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and they might involve food. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that earlier. Like, yep. I feel like having a meal with someone is a great way to get right. to know uh-huh. It's spiritual. It on mm-hmm. it honestly is a spiritual thing to eat with another believer. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm all for the meals <laughs> and or I, ice cream. Yeah. Oh yeah, ice cream for sure. That's how we got close yeah. was over ice cream. Uh-huh. Yes, Pam and I, by the way. <laughs> and I've noticed when I ask ladies to go out to coffee mm-hmm. that's when like we can really start building mm-hmm. our friendship and it's been super encouraging lately because i've been asking probably like three women at our church that are new to the church where i'm trying to build a relationship with them mm-hmm. and trying to get them you know embedded in the vulnerability mm-hmm. and and feel safe to just be yourself like share your struggles so i can pray for you sister and i can encourage you so that's been really encouraging because i've been getting really good feedback from them saying you know i've been praying for other sisters in christ i didn't have that mm-hmm. in my old church or this has been you know it's been years since since i've went out to coffee with another sister so little things like that i would encourage listeners to go and do that you know plan a meal yeah. If you can't plan a meal, coffee dates. And mm-hmm. you'll be surprised where people feel more relaxed mm-hmm. and yeah. more like what Kelly's saying. There's there's a time and a place to be more vulnerable. It might not be in the pew or in the chair of the church building, you know. Right. So I would totally encourage mm-hmm. that. Coffee's awesome. <laughs> yes, to <laughs> coffee. And, As she has coffee on right, her left and hand And I have side. coffee right now and there being super vulnerable. Right. Um, <laughs> and yeah, and we're talking about it and it is as sweet and warm and beautiful as we're making it sound like it really is. Mm. But there's also a side to it that's also, it's, it's serious. Like right. it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Satan, what's the verse in the Bible where Satan is prowling like a lion to devour. Right. And it's so easy to get trapped in sin and be mm-hmm. alone. And that's what Satan wants. Yeah. So like we're talking about coffee dates, but we're also talking about war. Yeah. yeah. In a sense, like this is how we battle mm-hmm. sin with yes. each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So any final thoughts of encouragement for these peoples? I like what you said. It's war. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's war with yourself and it's war with it's a spiritual war so taking it serious and knowing that you need others it's not a and they it's not an option it's Mm -hmm. you need others within your church to Mm -hmm. to keep you um sane because when you sin you become insane Mm -hmm. you know and that's when satan will definitely destroy us and destroy the church and i would say just do it (laughs) nike yes Mm -hmm. but like it's just been so encouraging hearing even Francis say like they might not respond well and that's yeah. okay yeah. and just go for it and if you're in a church that doesn't have that culture already you might not change the culture of it on mm-hmm. your own mm-hmm. you know but 
it might it might impact one person and mm-hmm. you might help that one person fight sin and yeah. it's gonna yeah. help you fight sin right so yeah i was in a place where i was so ashamed of my sin and i mean if you the listener is is there um mm-hmm. god is gracious and loving to us while we were yet sinners he mm-hmm. he sent his son to die for us um so just knowing that in your weaknesses god is so great mm-hmm. yeah so don't be ashamed. Open up. Yeah. <laughs> and sorry, one more thing. I would encourage the listener, if you are the one that wants to start being vulnerable, you set the example as yeah. opposed to asking those hard questions to someone and you don't get good feedback. You be the example. Mm-hmm. You be the one that answers your own hard questions yeah. to set that um, to set that environment, that inviting environment. And even for yourself, pointing yourself back to the cross, Mm -hmm. you know, and and communicating that and talking about that so that the listener, whoever is sitting across from you can see like, oh, this person is taking sin seriously. And at the same time, they're taking the cross serious, you Mm -hmm. know, because you got to take both serious, you know, you can't have one without the other. So I would just encourage that. That was helpful just for me to hear. So thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate, again, all the emails and the texts and we do. Real people are listening to it. (laughs) So thankful. We want to just thank Bethany Baptist Church for all the support and love from you guys and the support from Shepherd LA and our hubbies for letting us be out late. Yes. 8 15. It's getting kind of late, guys. So fast. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) And last of all, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. If you're encouraged, leave a comment, review, um, send us an email if you have any like question or thing we should address for topics in the future. We always appreciate that. Email us at kinshippodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Aaron Talata for the music that you heard at the beginning and the end. And thank you to Pam Talata for all of the audio. You have no idea what you didn't hear because she took care of it. That's right. <laughs> Bye.